Hello friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 385 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Monday, mini, not so mini, style. In today's episode, I'm recapping the ConvertKit Craft and Commerce Conference that I recently spoke at. Why? Because this thing has been on my calendar all year. It is like the biggest thing that was on my calendar and now it's done. So I want to share that event with you along with a big takeaway as to what happens after a major event like this. Does everything change? Do you blow up? Does your business blow up? You already know that doesn't happen, but I got some thoughts on this. All this and more, but first, hey DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get Maestro by. Three, two, Hello, my podcast people. Thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. Still a little bit stuffed up over here from the conference that I'm going to recap for you in this episode. I definitely have the Rona. I tested positive for that little dusty bitch on, uh, I don't know, Wednesday. Uh, Recording this today, it's Saturday, so still, you know doing the things, uh, but I'm going to be okay. So went to Boise last weekend, uh, June 23rd to 25th, something like that, and I got COVID. No, uh, I went there for ConvertKit's Craft and Commerce Conference. This is actually the third time that I attended it. I attended it first in 2018, uh, then again, 2019, then COVID hit, and then they were going to bring it back last year, actually had to push it back. And so here we are in 2022, uh, attending for the third time. I was, you know, really looking forward to it. This is something that I was, the reason I, the main reason I want to recap this is because I was looking forward to this all year, you know, since last year, this was a really big deal to me. And now I'm just kind of like, I can chill and relax. Uh, I was really, this is a big stage for me. I think I've actually spoken on a bigger stage uh, just because this wasn't as huge because it's the first year back. Um, but some of the years, Rockstock has been pretty big. Um, but I got to be a main stage speaker, not just a breakout speaker. Again, at Rockstock, there's only one stage at Rockstock, so like it was big. Um, but I was the opening keynote or opening main stage speaker, not keynote, opening main stage speaker for this event. And that was a really, really big deal for me. Something that in 2018, I was actually sitting in the crowd and Prince McClinton, he's the um, CEO of Art of Visuals. He was speaking and this is my first time there. And I was just like, I'm going to be on that stage. I don't know what it was about his talk. I don't know you know, I, I, could, I know what it was about the event, and this is why I love this event so much. It is just a time where you get to, where everyone wants to be there. That's the easiest way to say it. It is a time, it's an event where everyone wants to be there. And I don't know how many conferences you've gone to that 
everyone actually wants to be there. You know, if you are a physical therapist, there's a good chance that the majority of the conferences you go to, APTA, things like that, not everyone wants to be there. Hell, probably you don't even really want to be there. Like maybe there's part of you wants to be there for a singular reason. But with craft and commerce, people want to be there. And it's everyone there is an online creator of some in some way, shape or form. So I went there in 2018 because that I was just just really getting started in the online space, like officially, right? I was doing things behind the scenes and doing the, you know, Instagram stuff, but really looking to make this a, a full-time thing and move away from all the traveling and, and stuff. And uh, I had made an affiliate sale for Danny Matei's, um, what is it called? Danny Matei's Gym PT Blueprint. And he plays, he pays really well for his affiliates, he gives you 50%. So I made like a thousand bucks on that. And I decided to reinvest that into the business. And I was like, I'm going to go to conferences and just, I don't know really what else to be learning or doing. And like, let's just, let me just immerse myself. So I went to podcast movement. That shit was weird. I'm not going to lie. But I did get to hang out with Tracy Cher. She was there not for a podcast movement. just happened to be the massive hotel. She happened to be the, uh, running her mastermind there. And I also went to Craft and Commerce. And it was incredible because, like I said, for the first time, I was at a conference that everyone wanted to be there. Everyone. And I was largely maybe the only movement person. At least I didn't meet another movement person. And I made it an effort. I met a lot of people. I met people who I saw again this year. And it was really cool because they reached out to me beforehand. And I'm still really good friends with them. You know, Claire Pelletro is one of them. I brought her on the podcast a few times. And I made the effort to go and meet people. And I really didn't meet any movement people. So I'm at this, this event where everyone wants to be there. Everyone's talking about a million different ways of doing online business, which at the time was a bit overwhelming. And I actually made a point this year in my talk to say everything works. If you're if this is your first year here, if you're new to this, do your best to show up as more you. That was the top the of course the topic of uh, and, and the title of my talk. But I made it a point to say lean into showing up as yourself and understand that everything works here. But it will only work if it works for you. And if you're sitting there trying to be like, well, this, well, this one, what about this one? What about that one? They all work. You got to lean into what you want to be doing, what excites you, what sounds good for you, what jives with your values. So, you know, it's 2018. I went, I'm sitting in the crowd. Prince McClinton is speaking. And for whatever reason, or all those reasons I just, just listed, I was like, I'm going to be on that stage. Fast forward to last Friday, I was on that stage and got to see the view from the other side of things. And it was incredible. It's done now, but it was incredible. And I was going to talk about this later in the episode, but I think it makes sense to talk about it now. Nothing has changed, right? It was incredible. I loved it. It felt very, I wasn't nervous, you know, perhaps it's even better that COVID happened. I had two more years. Like I have talked a lot. You all know I can talk a lot. I've been on a bunch of stages. And so I felt very comfortable on that stage. I didn't go in and I wasn't nervous. I was going to flub things up. You have your slides right in front of you. Like you can't really mess it up, especially if you've been speaking a lot and you have a true presenter view. So if you've ever been on like a really nice setup for a, a presentation stage, what will happen is I think they're called confidence 
monitor or something like that, but you have the, the screens right in front of you. They're below you, but they're full, full size, like big ass TVs. And one of them has your slide, the current slide. The, the TV next to it has the next slide and underneath it, it has the presenter notes. So literally everything is right there and it's the easiest thing, right? So a lot of times when you're presenting, you gotta like look behind you because the slides are there. Like you don't have to do any of that. It's all right in front of you. Very, very simple. So presented, it went amazing. My people were there, sitting in the front row. Just, it was, my, my people are the best. You folks listening to this, you all know, you're the best. And the, the folks who showed up, Emily Rouse showed up, Marlo showed up, Bonnie showed up. Of course, Ashley was there, Claire was there. Just my people were there and they were front and center. People were DMing me beforehand, just wishing me luck. And it went off fucking amazing, right? It was a, an absolutely incredible time. And it's only 20 minutes, so it was a very short time. That's probably the hardest part about writing this thing is that I only had 20 minutes. So I could write a 20 hour speech, 20 minutes. I was like, this is going to be a little bit, a little bit difficult cutting things out. But the big thing, nothing changed afterwards. It wasn't like, okay, my business like blew up and I'm a zillionaire now and I got like a book signing deal or something like that. Like that didn't happen. I'm not sure that that kind of thing actually exists. And I'm not saying this in a pessimistic way, but more in a, in a realistic way. I'm not sure it's that it's ever the event that changes you. It's what you do after the event, that thing, that matters. So if I'm thinking about when I left, ended up leaving my job, the turning point for me was actually I was walking to work and it was snowing and I was like, no, I'm done. And I didn't quit my job that day, but I said to myself, I'm either going to buy a plane ticket or I'm going to, or I'm going to buy a Canada goose jacket. And I bought a plane ticket and I didn't move with that plane ticket. I went and visited LA and then found where I'm living now. And I still had to act on all of that, right? It wasn't like, okay, well, I bought this plane ticket and now everything's done. Like, you still have to do things after that event. And so I think the big thing for me with this event is the continued confidence I have that, yes, I belong on that stage. I belong on a big stage. I fucking love a big stage. I can run the shit out of a big stage. And that's where I want to be. It's what I want to be doing more of. And I said that in 2020 and then COVID was like, pause, we're going to give you like, virtual stages. And I was like, well, you know what? I will take what I can get. But I think that is the big thing for me coming out of this is it's not about the event. It's what you do after the event. And so this is, you know, it's a continued push for me to go in that direction. But it's not like I have a book, you know, a book deal now and a million things and a million speaking gigs either. But I can use this to pitch myself at other at other things and pitch myself for other things and make more connections and ask for more stage time. So sliding in that that ask there because that's how I got on the stage this time was it wasn't like I, it wasn't like I just sat there in the crowd that first year and then was like oh, I'm going to be on that stage one day and then I like put it in like a vision board and then it came true. Not that there's anything wrong if you folks love vision boards, but you have to like do stuff, right? So what I did was I got busy, you know, creating the success that I thought would, you know, make me, I don't want to say make me worthy of a, of a main stage speaker, but would make me a good candidate for it. And it wasn't like I did things specifically to become a good candidate, but I just worked on being successful. I knew that would help. And then I asked, 
right? I pitched myself for this. I wrote to Barrett, uh, who was no longer with them, but I was like, what would I, what do I have to do to be a mainstay speaker? I would love to be a mainstay speaker. Here's what I'm thinking about. Here's what I do. Here's what I want to talk about. And that started to get things in motion. I'm friends with Claire Pelletro. Obviously, I was, I was friends with Claire Pelletro back then. She was really good friends with a woman named Alexis Tyke Miller, who was very integral in picking speakers. And at one point, Claire was just like, Alexis, you should have Shantae speak. Shantae should be a speaker. And that didn't come from like, oh, I paid Claire. That was also like, I had a friendship with Claire. I've been on her podcast. She knew my expertise. She knew that I actually was good at this thing and thus recommended me. She's not going to recommend someone that's going to make her look bad. So there was the work for it part and then there was the ask for it part. So I think that also ties into this idea of when we have these big events, I don't think it's necessarily the big event that changes things. It's what happens after the big event. And so if we go backwards, the big event, me deciding that I wanted to do this thing, it was, okay, cool, big decision was made. I want to be on that stage. I'm going to be on that stage. What happened afterwards? Right now, I went and gave the talk, and it's now it's about what happens afterwards. What do I do with the confidence that I have? What do I do with this footage that I have in, in moving, moving things forward? So Recapping some more, right? I gave the main stage talk. The title was More You. Talked about the importance of More You and how I believe that the majority of my success has largely been because I have been able to be more me since the beginning. And that's why my whole shtick is encouraging people to be more of them. And that's at the heart of what I believe is at the heart of success and their success, whatever that success is going to look like. Uh, I did a breakout talk as well. That was a breakout session, I should say, about how to use Instagram for online business, which, you know, I could do one of those in my sleep. It was great. Very different uh, type of approach I took. But because one was a breakout, one's, you know, a mainstay talk is more about like giving people a feeling, leaving them, leaving them with a feeling, inspiring them to do something. Whereas these, key, these breakouts are like, teach people how to do something. So a little bit different there. Had a, a blast with with both of them. If I take a step back and just think about how I felt at the conference, it was really cool actually to be there this year and just feel so different. And a lot of that is because I'm just so much further along in online business and so much more confident in what I'm doing. I, I It drives me crazy when people are like, nobody knows what they're doing. We're all just you know making it up. And I'm like, don't put me on your shitty team, Dave. I don't want to be on that team because guess what? I know what I'm doing. I absolutely do know what I'm doing, and I think that anyone who's coaching people should know what they're doing and not be making shit up. So I know what I'm doing. I know what I stand for. I know what my values are. I know the direction I want to be going. I know what I like doing. I know what I don't like doing. I know what I don't want to be doing. I know what I am not ready to be doing or not so concerned with. So you know, going to that breakout session wouldn't be helpful for me right now, even though there's nothing wrong with that approach. That approach is great. Maybe I want to do it later, but it's not what I want to be doing right now. And to have all this wherewithal, if you will, was really cool as compared to that first year, you know, the earlier years when it was just like the sessions felt like they were competing because I was like, well, how, should I go to that? Should I go to that? And, and sometimes you don't even take any notes because you're just so overwhelmed. I remember the first year I was actually just trying to learn how to use the goddamn software. I was like, uh, ConvertKit folks, can you like have a breakout session on how to use this? Like how do you send... How do you send the email easier? Oh, it's called a broadcast. Oh, okay, cool, cool. If any of you listening to this use ConvertKit, I think you know what I'm talking about. It's called a broadcast. And I was like, why do we call it that? Maybe we should just call it an email. But really cool to be, to feel 
where I'm at now as compared to where I was before. So as always, you know, when you go to these things, the, the best part is the people. And I think that's largely, in my humble opinion, why they host Convertkit or Coast Convertkit. What am I saying? Why they host Craft and Commerce, right? It is a conference for creators, for online creators. And they teach, there's no this breakout, so they're teaching things. They look to motivate you, inspire you. They bring in, you know, keynote speakers or main stage speakers. But I think that the real value comes in, and the real reason that they do it is because of the connection and getting you in a room, a big room, and multiple other rooms with people who are doing the thing. There's so much value in that. And some people stood up at the end, they call people in the audience, and I think they do a really good job of just involving the audience. And some people said that. Their favorite part was... The people that they've met, we call it, I always call it the hallway track, right? Where this is the people that you're talking to, you go out with them afterwards, you go to dinner, you learn about what they do, you get inspired by that. Hopefully you stay connected afterwards, you're exchanging podcasts and whatever, things like that. Maybe you form your own little masterminds, I don't know. But that is to me truly the best part. Because I was a speaker, they have like the speaker dinner, they have a little speaker mastermind thing that they do early. So it was, it was cool to be privy to that. And again, I think the coolest part was that I was like, yeah, I belong. I understand this stuff. I know this stuff. Like I'm not feeling insecure about this stuff. And it wasn't a matter of, oh, I don't have anything to learn. It was more of, oh, I know what I want to be learning. And there's a big difference there. And it allows you to take things in in a different way. So again, just recapping this event because it was a big deal for me. And it's one of my, it's not one of, it is my favorite conference to go to. Next year it is... Um, it was June 9th through 10th, again in Boise, which isn't the easiest to get to. I'm not going to lie. It is a direct flight from L.A., but there's like one, like one. I got in at 1130 at night this time. They moved my flight around, but it's worth it, right? I know that the flight prices were a little crazy this time, and there's a lot of cancellations of flights, so it made it a little bit difficult, but hopefully by next year, the airlines have their shit together, and it's not such a hot mess, but if you have the opportunity or you're thinking about going and you're an online creator of any capacity, especially in your earlier years, I really, really strongly encourage you to go check it out. Especially, second especially, any of my movement people. I wrote about this in my newsletter, but um, there's not that many movement people there, right? It's, it's very few and far between, which makes it that much more interesting. It's not even just about like, oh, you can get clients then. It's just that you get different perspectives on things. You hear from different people. It was funny because this woman came up to me afterwards and was talking about the, the talk and she made friends with Bonnie because Bonnie made friends with every Bonnie is a good friend of mine, client of mine, carrot bowl Bonnie. And the woman had made friends with her because Bonnie made friends with everybody. And then the woman was like, thank you for bringing all of the fit people here. And I was like, what? She's like, everyone that has nice arms, you know them. And it was, you know, Emily Roush was there. Bonnie was there. Um, Marlo was there. And just, you know, fit, health, health fit, fitness people, health and fitness people. So you can a little standing out there if you want. Uh, and you probably will stand out if you go because it's just a different, it's a different demographic. But there's still a couple hundred people there. And that's just, to me, a really, really, really cool thing. So... I'm always talking about the magic of being in the room and 
that is what the ConvertKit Craft and Commerce Conference is all about. It was actually really cool, really cool. I'll give you a quick story because I'm watching the time. I want this to be a Monday mini. It's not, it's not truly a mini, but it's a kind of mini. But when I gave my breakout session talk, there was a younger girl sitting in the front and we were chatting beforehand and she was like, my mom's supposed to be here. She wasn't that young. She, I don't know. She's probably in her 20s, but I didn't want to make it sound like she was like 10 years old. She probably was in her 20s. And she's like, my mom's supposed to be here, but I don't know where she is and her phone's off. But I don't know. So we started and that session went well and everything great. And then I see her again after the next session. So we break for lunch. We come back from lunch and I see her. And there's a woman next to her, her mom. And I look at her and I was like, holy shit. So in 2018, my first time going, I sat next to this woman, this very joyful black woman, doctor, just, just, but she, this woman was talking, just stick up a lot of a big presence. And somehow though, I had forgotten about her, but I sat next to her and I had said, I want to be on that stage. I'm going to be on that stage totally forgot about this woman. So I see the young girl. I see her mom. It is that woman from 2018. And she walks over to me and she goes, Shantae, you said you were going to be on that stage and you did it. And I, dude, my mouth fucking hit the floor. Like I totally forgot. I think she's the only person that I had actually like Ex- verbally expressed that to at the conference. I didn't know anyone there, right? So it wasn't like I went with my best friend and was like, hey, but she remembered, and she was like, you walked out on the stage this time, and I was like, wait, is that Chante? That's Chante. She said she was going to do it, and I did it, and I was just like, holy, what? And then her daughter is sitting, you know, in the front row of the breakout session, and I was like, what a fucking small world, and I love it. And the conference, that's one of the best things about the conference is that, like, by the end, you just, you just feel like you know so many people because you do. They do a great job of creating the sense of community just because I think of the setup of it, the way the cameras are. So you're seeing a lot of people's faces over and over again. If you make the effort to actually go out, they have a bunch of social things. They do have meetups. They have this pretty fun, I think it's really fun, after party the last night. You get a lot of repeat offenders, if you will. So if you've gone more than you know one year, then the same kind of people oftentimes are, not all the people, but a good number of people come back. And so you're just like, oh, it's Emmy. Oh, it's Grace. Oh, it's Lorene. Even though you just met them perhaps this year. So it's, to me, the best creator conference out there. There's nothing grimy about it, nothing sleazy about it. They actually don't even try to sell you anything, which is like, they try to sell you to come back next year. That's it. But they're not even selling you to use their own stuff. They have event sponsors, but they're just in the hallway and, you know, you don't have to even go see any of those booths. It's just, all around a phenomenal weekend. It's a nice little getaway. If you want to go early, you can. The weather was great. And as always, nothing compares to the magic of being in the room. So yes, 10 out of 10, 12 out of 10, I would recommend it. A nice little getaway. Boise is actually very adorable. It's clean, lots of different places to eat, super walkable, if you want to go and shop at TJ's and then bring it back to your room, whatever. I'm not trying to sell you on it, but also if you have any inkling, like maybe I want to go, just go. I highly suggest you go next year, June 9th through 10th. 
the summary, I should probably summarize this thing, two main points that I want to leave you with from this episode. Number one, say what you want and then go and get it. That includes working for it and also asking for it. Ask, ask, ask. And then the last part, things only change if you change them. No singular event is going to just blow up the career or anything like that. It's what happens after the event, what you do after that event that makes all the difference. All right, going to wrap it up here because it's supposed to be a Monday mini. One little announcement coming your way before I officially sign off. Tomorrow, July 5th, I am running a brand new workshop entitled Action Academy. It's two hours long, 47 monies. Going to teach you how to get out of your own way and how to get shit done. This is a workshop for you if you're always writing lists, but you're never getting through them. Or if you're talking yourself out of doing things. You got a million ideas, but you just never get started. I want to help you. Let's talk about overcoming objections. Let's talk about building confidence. Let's talk about maybe a little bit of that imposter syndrome. I got you. You want to check it out? You want to register? The link, again, is in the show notes. Thank you, Courtney. There will always be a replay, but I would love to see you there live. It's going down tomorrow, July 5th at 4 p.m. PST. I almost sound like I said PST. P-S-T. I will see you there. Oh, and I almost forgot. Happy 4th of July. All right, as always, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. I'll catch you on Thursday. Until next time, friends, maestro. Maestro.